Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. Um, We will recap because a lot of people are asking for um, the name of that charity to help out, name of the group, organizing volunteers in Poland. A lot of text messages still coming in about the Oscars. I didn't think the Oscars could get worse after that incident, but then um, when they were doing the memories, it was odd with the upbeat music and Jane Campion or Campion dissing Kevin Costner's emotional intro. I thought that was weird, too. Kevin Costner just like did this beautiful, dramatic piece on how much film meant to him. And when he first saw his film at age seven and in a movie theater and she gets up and she goes, that's a little dramatic. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that was so touching to me. It was kind of odd. Um, and then somebody else said, I haven't heard anything about the portion at the Oscars. I wasn't impressed with the loud music, especially the dancing. This is when they were recapping everyone we've lost in the past year. And it was pointed out that um, Bob Saget was not in that piece. People thought that he was overlooked. They said it definitely felt like more attention was paid to the music than the pictures and the names of the people who passed. Couldn't see or read all of them because they kept bringing cameras back for the dancers. Felt rather disrespectful. After all, it's to honor, and it's supposed to be about the deceased, not the dancers. But many people, I I have friends who view death as a homecoming, and they wear white to funerals, and dancing and singing is a big part of their going-home celebration. So for me, that didn't seem odd. I thought it was a, a way to celebrate their life, and I'm a big gospel music fan, so I kind of liked it, and I like that, you know, Bill Murray came out and paid attention to Ivan Reitman, and that Jamie Lee Curtis paid attention to Betty White and, and you know, encouraged people to give to animal charities, and that Tyler Perry came out and, um, you know, gave special tribute to Sidney Poitier, and so... I don't know. John feels the same way that the people who are texting feel. Everybody took it a different way. But, of course, none of that's getting as much attention as the Will Smith slap and Chris Rock choosing not to file charges. It's 322. This is Chicago's Afternoon News. Matthew White joins us on the show. Matthew White is a process server, and you're also a landlord. Is that true, Matt? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for joining us because you have a unique perspective on something that has been going on since COVID and probably going on somewhat before COVID, but it certainly picked up. And it's just a scam. Fraudsters break into an empty apartment or a house. They replace the locks. They go online, say, hey, we have this beautiful property for rent. And then tenants sign a lease, pay the security deposit, make the monthly rent payments to the supposed landlord for months and then when the actual property owner finds out, they've got to try and kick those people out. Is that something you've had experience with? Yes, ma'am. Okay. As as a landlord or as a process server? Uh, so as a special process server. Yeah, I bet you get all the stories when you have to go and boot people out, right? You have to serve them papers, tell them they've got so much time to get out of their place of residence. What are some of those stories that you've seen? Yes, ma'am. So, um... Uh, you know, I come across this on a weekly basis. You know, we have these people that have rented this, you know, unit. And then when I come out and I serve them, they're like, what do you mean? We just paid $3,000 to 
just to rent this place. We paid a security deposit first, plus we paid two months of rent. And they're like, what are you talking about? So then they think that I'm a scam. And I'm like, look, ma'am or, you know, sir, please contact the attorney. We'll try to work something out. Maybe we could try to create a, you know, like a, like a release for you. But unfortunately, you've been scammed. So you, you either need to contact the law firm or you need to vacate immediately. And they typically do not vacate. So therefore, the attorney has to then file you know, suit against them, and then they have to forcibly be removed from the unit. It's just stunning that you could have a house that maybe is empty and somebody else breaks in, changes the locks, rents it out, and you come to find that you've got tenants that are not paying you. Um, So who's looking into this? Who's stopping it? Is there a way to stop it? So the only way I would, you know, recommend, you know, people look after this would would probably just, you know, let landlords know say hey look you can't leave your houses unoccupied you can't leave them unsecured because now these units where i have been a you know like a a um, special process server for they were already secured okay these people get drills and they drill out the back door locks probably sometime during you know like the late evening you know and they change the locks put their own lock box on the property take pictures put it on craigslist and then they say, hey, look, we have this place for rent. And then whenever these people come and they look at it, they see the pictures. And then, okay, please give us $2,000 for, you know, your security deposit plus $1,000 for your first month's rent. And then that's how it all gets started. And then, unfortunately, in this state, you know, once you move somebody in, you can't just kick them out. You have to go through the entire eviction process. And so as a process server, you're saying that you're seeing this kind of scam eight to ten times a week? Eight to ten times a week, yeah, because it's just, you know, it's just so rampant in the city of Chicago. And I'm either serving them a summons or I'm serving them a demand letter saying, hey, you need to get out. And it's just, you know, one of those things that's just really, really rampant because of, you know, all these all these vacant homes. And I think a lot of people would say, well, why would you rent an apartment or rent a house on Craigslist? But I have young family members who do that all the time. They, you know, it's not like you go in the paper anymore. You go online and often you see something for rent and you take the people at their word. So I would think, Matt, he's a process server and a landlord, that you would be able to follow the money trail and find out who indeed rented this apartment illegally or rented this home to people without being the owner themselves. Right. Yes, ma'am. So, is how these people typically do it is they come to, to you know, like the property at least once a month, and they want cash. They typically do not accept Venmo. They don't take Zelle. They don't take, you know, like an actual check. They take cash. And see, that's the very first red flag. So, like, if you go and you try to rent a unit from somebody and they want cash only, I mean, yes, they give you, a you know, like a fake made-up lease, okay, but then they want only cash. Well, you know, how about you say, hey, let me send you Zelle? Because then there's... You know, like, you know, there's, there's, you right, know, like you've got a way to person. track them. Right, right. You yeah. know, versus regular cash, you can't. And that's the problem. And so that's how these young people, because typically these people that I have seen being evicted. Now, I have been acting as an agent for landlords since about June of 2020. And since June of 2020, I've done about 30 evictions where I have actually been the agent meeting the sheriff's office 
And then, you know, I have to sign off, you know, stating, yes, you can actually force entry to the unit, and then we will fix it after they force entry to the unit. So I have done about 30 evictions since probably June of 2020. And it's all typically people between the ages of 20 and 30. Okay, well, thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. I guess if you're listening, tell your kids, tell your grandkids about it. Um, Don't pay cash for rent and certainly know who you're renting from because this seems to be a scam that is running rampant, not through just Chicago, but Chicagoland as well.